Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfair Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell, and I am so grateful that you are joining me today on this chapter day journey where we find ourselves in Daniel. The eighth chapter was verse 27 that resonated with me this morning. It says, I, Daniel, was worn out. I lay exhausted for several days. Then I got up and went about the king's business. Today's podcast is entitled, About the King's Business. The world of the prophetic can be a strange place. (laughs) I've observed that those who choose to abide there do not remain unaffected by doing so. In this chapter day journey, I have more than once noted that prophetic visions often sound to me like an LSD trip. (laughs) I find it fascinating that after receiving the vision in today's chapter, Daniel was exhausted, worn out. Even for scholars, the study of prophetic writings can have that effect. Because of this, I've observed individuals who choose to avoid and skip over prophetic passages, which I think is a shame. Sometimes the prophetic metaphors are actually fairly simple in their interpretation, now that we can look back on them with historical hindsight. A couple things to note that aren't abundantly clear to modern readers in English. The book of Daniel was originally written in two different languages. The first seven chapters are written in Aramaic, which was the international language of Daniel's day, like English is today around the world. Starting with today's chapter, the language switches to Hebrew. And the language itself becomes a metaphor. As I've observed in previous posts, the first seven chapters are very much about what God is doing on an international scale as he works in the lives and the reigns of Babylonian rulers. From chapter 8 forward, the focus shifts to what will happen to the Hebrew people in the coming centuries. Also, the dream in yesterday's chapter is considered different than the vision in today's chapter. The former was a natural dream that Daniel had, like you and I have every night. And it's categorized as a dream report from a scholarly perspective. While the vision in today's chapter is an epiphanal vision in which it is given via angelic visitation. Little World History helps in cracking this particular vision in today's chapter. The ram that Daniel sees is the empire of the Medes and the Persians, which conquered the Babylonians and ruled from roughly 550 to 330 BC. The larger horn is the more prominent Persians, who ascended to dominance. Now, the goat that comes along with one horn and quickly seizes power is the Greek Empire under Alexander the Great, who swiftly ruled from about 330 to 323 in the region. He's going to come in and sweep through and destroy the Medes and the Persians. Alexander will die, though, very quickly, and his empire will be divided by four generals. So the one horn on the goat becomes four. Now, out of this divided empire will arise a king named Antiochus IV. And he's the one that is clearly described in verses 23 through 25. 
in real history, Antiochus was a nasty, crazy ruler. He called himself Epiphanes, and maybe you've heard that, Antiochus Epiphanes, which Epiphanes means God manifest. Other people mocked that he was Epimenes, which means madman. Antiochus would desecrate the rebuilt Hebrew temple and bring tragic persecution to the Hebrew people. Now, all of this would take place 200 plus years in Daniel's future, and I can't help but think that that's like me prophetically predicting the geopolitical landscape of the year 2223. Scholars look back now and are amazed at how precisely Daniel's vision described the actual future events. But for Daniel, I'm sure it seemed all a bit nonsensical. And in the quiet this morning, as I thought about the mystical rabbit hole that many fall down in their study of prophecy and the prophetic, I couldn't help but appreciate that Daniel, after his vision, got up and went about the king's business, it says. Daniel may have been the instrument through which God provided a prophetic vision, but it really wasn't for him. He didn't understand it. His role was merely to record what he saw and heard. He had everyday responsibilities to which he had to attend. And that's, I think, a good reminder for me when it comes to the prophetic passages in the great story. I believe it would be a mistake for me to ignore them as if they were irrelevant. It would equally be a mistake to get sucked down the rabbit hole of thinking too much about them. After all, I've got the king's business to which I am called to attend. And so I leave Daniel's vision here and enter another day on life's journey. I hope this finds you well wherever you are on your journey, my friend. Have a good one. Lord willing, we'll be back here tomorrow. 